This is Iron Mike Stedman. And as always, I want to thank you for tuning into my show, Dog Whistle Brandon. Today on DWB, I'm joined by serial entrepreneur and Navy veteran Alex Witt, founder and CEO of Battle Bars, a CPG company that sells high-protein, non-GMO, gluten-free, premium protein bars made right here in the USA. When he's not running Battle Bars, he's spending his time running 104010 Fitness, which is on a mission to take back what it means to be an American through intelligent and safe fitness. Alex shares insight on the show into Battle Bars' go-to-market strategy and the reality of what it takes to stand out in today's online e-commerce space. He also shares his plans for using technology to scale his 104010 fitness methodology to Americans all across the world using their app Train American. If there's one underlying theme in everything that Alex does, it's his commitment to getting Americans in shape and embracing an active and healthy lifestyle. He also believes in giving back to the veteran community, supporting veteran-founded nonprofits whose mission is to honor, empower, and motivate our nation's wounded military and law enforcement veterans through physical, mental, and emotional rehabilitation. As you can tell, there's a lot to dive into this episode, so let's get into it. Gunny, get them ready. Yo! Saddle up, lock and load. Welcome to Dog Whistle Branding, brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride, where we provide weekly tack planning on marketing, brand strategy, and category design for early and growth stage veteran-owned small businesses to keep you in the fight and not face down in a rice paddy. I'm your host, Iron Mike Stedman, a Marine Corps veteran, godfather of Dog Whistle Branding, and CEO of Ironbound Media, a podcast production agency that helps veteran-owned businesses create, distribute, and grow branded podcasts in order to engage with your ideal audience. Before we jump into the show, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter at the link in the show notes or visit our website, dogwhistlebranding.com to stay up to date on all things DWB and our work at Ironbound Media and the Lions Pride. All right, get out your pen and paper and get ready to build a dog whistle brand. Saddle up, lock and load. Mr. Alex Witt, welcome to Dog Whistle Brandon. What's up, man? Glad I'm getting this. Alex is looking fresh. He's got the hat on. He's rocking his train American swag. Uh, really dope Brandon. And uh, 104010 Fitness, man. Full blown, man. You know, we've. Uh, I'm here in Virginia Beach for um, uh, what I was telling you earlier is uh, for Battle Bars. Uh, we just we uh, are just completing a seven figure raise to expand Battle Bars, uh, and uh, so we're doing a, a, we're having an offsite uh, executive offsite with our leadership crew. We're gonna just kind of discuss our budget for 2022, what our plans are, our new hiring plan, uh, you know, new new product development, innovation. Just everything overall. So uh, we're excited, man. It's just, uh, it's been a grind, as you know. So Alex, you're a serial entrepreneur at this point. You've taken multiple ventures to market, including products and services. And what I would love for you to do right off the bat is just introduce yourself to our audience that's tuning in. Tell them a little bit about your background and uh, how you got to where you are today. Sure, man. Yeah, I was, uh, nope, nothing, nothing fancy military guy, you know, just regular Navy guy. Uh, but uh, you know, spent some time in the Middle East and in, in, a, in a shithole uh, of uh, southern Iraq, and uh, but definitely didn't have it as bad as as, as others. Uh, so no claim to fame of that. But met some incredible people, great Iraqi people, got to different life experiences, and uh, took that home with me. 
And uh, I always just knew that I wanted to be, I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always knew that I wanted to create something and have, a, it was my own, you know, I was never like a great student, never really great at that stuff. But like, if you told me I couldn't do something, I would do everything in my power to figure out a way to prove you wrong. So uh, for me, you know, <laughs> I, the story about how I got in, into business is crazy. Like I, I got into, I'll be short with it, but I uh, got into logistics uh, randomly while I was working at a bar while uh, going to school. I would go to school all day long. I'd work at uh, I'd go to, or I'm excuse me. I would work at GNC all day long. I would go to the bar at uh, work at the bar at night and go to school at night and do it all over again. So it seemed like three hours a day. And then I end up uh, finally getting into logistics. Threw that business up, man, to a, a pretty cool, pretty cool number. And then after uh, had some tragedy, which I'm sure we'll talk about, and had some tragedy happen with some uh, 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 former uh, teammates in the military, and uh, inspired me to kind of get into uh, get into investing after we sold our company. So get into investing and uh, and eventually just started my own thing to stop relying on others and rely on myself. So one of the things that you have currently is Battle Bars, which yeah. is a badass business. Branding is super dope. And I'm curious to learn, you know, what have you learned about marketing and branding on your journey? Because, you know, it's hard keeping a full pipeline. You know, it's hard earning those revenue numbers. And so people understand that marketing is important. But nowadays, I feel like a lot of people just post on social media or they hire intern and they say, hey, that's our marketing effort. But yeah. it's so much more than that. And I'm curious to learn from uh, a master, you know, you know, the key that you think is success to uh, successful marketing plans. Man, let me, I, let, I will say this. Anyone who listens to this and you know this as well, I, I thought that getting into battle bars and I was just I was pretty cocky. You know, we had just sold our business, had a good exit. So getting into selling my own product, that was great tasting, great for you. Like better than anything out there that solved the problem. I'm thinking, it's a no brainer. We're gonna we're gonna do a hundred million dollars in a year. Man, let me tell you, this business is hard. Marketing is hard. Facebook, Instagram, not that cool to, to market on anymore. You know, you, you, I, I feel like the last two three years I've gotten a master's degree in uh, in marketing, man. And I just you, you know what works. You know it's bullshit. You know what agencies say they can do for you and or they can't do anything for you. You know, it's uh, it's about being real and putting yourself out there. And a lot of the a lot of the guys say, and I think that you've learned this, Mike, is that uh, you you just cannot give a shit what anyone thinks about you. You got to put yourself out there, and you got to do it on the regular on on, on your platform and every platform possible. And get people to to uh, buy into what you're selling. But Facebook, Instagram, you know, it's it's a challenge, right? You go through COVID. Whenever since COVID happened, like the privacy laws of uh, of Apple changed things, right? So you know, the cost to acquire a customer is through the roof now. So to to just say, hey, I'll, I'll put some posts out and I'll put some money behind them on Instagram and Facebook. That's bullshit. You, you can't do that anymore. You know, I don't care what you're selling. It better be really good, you know? So one, I think you have to have a great product. Two, I think you have to have a great mission behind that that people can say feel good about when they purchase your product. Does it solve a problem, right? And three, do you have access to capital? And are you money savvy? 
If you can put all those things together somehow, you got a shot and probably a below average shot. But you're going to have to give up and make a ton of sacrifices to get there. What made you see the opportunity with Battle Bar? What, where, where did that come from? So, you know, uh, like you spent time in Iraq, Afghanistan, right? Afghanistan, yep. So, you know, when you're overseas, besides MREs, they just load you up with cliff bars wherever you go, right? You can just like stuff them into your pocket. And I remember like being overseas, being like, and that's not a knock on cliff bar. Holy shit, there's success story, right? But God, I remember everyone was bitching about eating cliff bars. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you did it out, but everyone bitched about eating cliff bars, man. And I remember like, I, I got back. I remember immediately, I met, uh, I, I, after we sold our business, I was looking online to try to figure out a way, uh, like to just support veteran businesses. If I saw a veteran business online, I didn't care what it was. I'd always just buy something from them just to see what it was and try it out. And I ordered battle bars because I didn't found the company, right? I, uh, I got I basically, I mean, my, I was in like three month three of their business. I saw this startup website and saw battle bars, great tasting, right? And I saw this review from the rocks, uh, from the rock stuntman, uh, to Noah Reed and uh, said that this is the best thing ever. It was like an unsolicited review. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll order it. The website was startup, got it in the, got it in the mail, cool box that came with it. Took a bite and was like, whoa, 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 this is not normal. Protein bars aren't supposed to taste good. There's got to be garbage in this. Looked at the ingredients. I'm pretty strict to want to put in my body. Man, a few things that we had to change, but I mean, we've evolved from, uh, we've evolved uh, after I put an investment and took over as the CEO of the business. Man, we've evolved from, we have zero artificial ingredients, zero artificial sweeteners. Our goal is to always make a product that tastes better than anything on the market that is great for you as well. So I, I want to be able to say the long-term value of it is that how many products can you say that actually taste good that you enjoy eating? I mean, I mean, I, I have a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old, Mike, and I, I got to go feed my kids. I look at what, like, what some of the kids are getting fed. It's disgusting. And these are these are children, yeah. right? And everyone just thinks, ah, I grew up on all that crap and I'm fine. No, man. Like cancer's through the freaking roof, you know? Anxiety, ADD, depression, through the roof, you know? So uh, autism, through the roof, all this stuff. And you don't know what anything uh, contributes to that. So for me, I wanted to have a food company that I could snack on and not feel like a piece of shit. I wanted to have a food company that also had a great mission behind it, like we talked about, that when we, uh, as our sales grow, so do our uh, dollars uh, that we donate towards Operation Enduring Warrior, which quite literally saves military men and women's lives who are struggling right here. You know, so uh, and, and while doing that, man, all of a sudden we're going into some crazy uh, deals that we got going on. I'm rocking my my UFC shirt right here. Got my UFC shirt. We just did a deal with the UFC. Congratulations, man! That's amazing. Thanks, man. Yeah, we, so we launched uh, in all the UFC gyms, but uh, you know, battle bars, fight. You think that you need to eat a good product when you're when you're on the go. And this this product is for if you're a truck driver and you're sick of eating bullshit at a truck stop, grab a battle bar. If you're a doctor, teacher, nurse, and you're sick of eating lunchroom food or cafeteria food, grab a battle bar on the, on the go. It's easy. And it's great for you and it tastes out of control good. You know, that's that's our goal. When you took over the company, how many were on the team? 
at that time? Just two. Just two? Yeah. And when we talk about building brand awareness, right? That's the word everybody uses. I need to build brand awareness. We need to get out there. What did that look like initially? And when you realized that it wasn't working, how did you shift? And what, what were you, what was your strategy then? Man, you know, I, so I thought that while initially you think, oh, cool, Battle Bars has got a good name. You know, I think people will jump onto it. You just market it to the military, they'll jump all over it. I'll get into the Navy Exchange, into the, into AFIs. It, it's not like you think that they are very friendly to the military. No. They don't give a shit. You know, like it's a business, right? You got to earn it just like everyone else. So for me, uh, I, I again thought it'd be the pipelines would be a lot easier to, to pop through, and uh, it just wasn't. So for brand awareness, you know, we had to uh, we had to get creative with our marketing from you know just being kind with our product, tons of sampling, tons of sampling, and what killed us was COVID, right? I hate making excuses for COVID because we grew through COVID pretty big actually, like four x. So to uh, Go through COVID, I, I look at it as a pretty damn good accomplishment and raise money after COVID, not after, but you know, COVID. But uh, from a brand awareness perspective, you want to go out and sample. You can't do that during COVID. You can't go to grocery stores or retail or C stores or gyms. We wanted to sell the gyms. We wanted to be in a thousand plus gyms uh, last year at the, or the beginning of last year. Can't go do it. Gyms are struggling just to stay open, let alone carry a new product that they have to sell to their customers because they have to buy from us first. Just can't do it. So for me, you know, we had to uh, remind people that there's a product out there and a mission out there that still has to be in place that you just can't forget about. You know, there's a war being fought every single day, whether we like it or not, uh, it's happening. And there's people that come home and need our help. And uh, there's also a war at home, like a war against like the fast food industry and all these uh, the McDonald's and Burger Kings of the world. And not to sway from battle bars, but like the gym was started because we're like, no man, the average fast food goer spends two hundred and forty dollars a month. It's an average fast food goer, whether you're poor or rich, two hundred and forty dollars a month spends on fast food. A battle bar subscription costs thirty two dollars a month to get twelve bars, twelve delicious bars. That you can have in place of a, of a burger or a happy meal or whatever you want to have that has all bullshit in it. A gym membership out of 104010 is anywhere from 145 to 180 a month. I mean, you choose your poison there, right? You know, so for us, getting getting loud and understanding who our uh, who the battles are and stop the traditional route. You know, it's easy to go say it's easy to go say that uh, our competitors are Cliff Bar and our competitors are these guys. You know, my competitors are anyone that puts bullshit in their food. And for us, my competitors are like, yo, just put down the cheeseburger, go put down the McDonald's and the Taco Bell, unless it's a cheat day, uh, and pick up a battle bar, pick up a good snack, put down the Doritos, stop feeding your kid artificial crap, you know? So let's put this into story mode for our listeners, right? So, you know, there you and your team are at battle bars, right? You're sitting at your laptop, everything's shut down. You're like, we need to do marketing. What are we doing? You're like, all right. We got to get the message out there. Fuck all this fast food, all this unhealthy eating. We're going to release this really healthy product into the marketplace. And we've got to, you know, share that message about how important it is. We got to rally people around the mission. I'm asking you, like, you know, Sway said to Kanye, like, how? What's the how? Like, is this, we're going to really double down on our social media post? Are we calling people? Are we shooting content? 
I mean, what does it look like in order to to bring this to to light? Yeah, so Mike, we made mistakes big time off of that, man. Like we thought, cool, I'll just throw some Facebook ads because that's they have the most success and their the company blew up because of they were making other companies rich. But then you come to find out, man, there's digital marketing companies that say they have they put all these fancy numbers in front of you and tell you I'm gonna get you this uh ROAS that's that's fantastic and and uh you know none of them have like I, I've just learned that none of them have really ever panned out. Like none of them really ever give you their true value. And the true value is finding good people, finding good people to rep your product. True value is finding good people, not the million. I don't give a shit about them, someone with a million followers that I have to go pay 500 to a thousand bucks a month. I don't care about any of that. I'll take someone who, I'll take a mom who's got, who's really popular in her hometown, right? And says, I'll take 2,000, I have 2,000 followers. But 500 of those followers are going to probably buy what she sells. Maybe not 500. That's a big number, but like a good amount of those followers. Whereas like a million people, you know, they're repping products all the time. So like, I don't know if their value is actually into it, you know, but, uh, so for us, it was finding that, <clears throat> finding the right, the right circle to have our bars be, bars be with and just being real with everything, being open about our, uh, about our ingredients and doubling down on the fact that we think that people know that protein bars and energy bars taste like shit. And that if you tell people they taste like shit, they're, they're going to, they're going to eventually going to, they're eventually going to click on it. And, and once they get, once we get the bars into everyone's mouth, we knew that like, all right, as soon as we get the bar into your mouth, you're going to buy it again. And that's not just like hunch. That's, that's our, we, we, uh, our, our website to this day, has a 40 plus percent uh, retention rate for customers. So like if you buy a bar from us once, there's a 40 plus percent chance you're gonna buy a gun, which is like triple the industry average. So for me, that's that's powerful. That means sampling. That means like shit, I mean, tomorrow and our, we're gonna be meeting from 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. just hashing out into a room, probably strangling each other over stuff, saying how are we gonna spend our money? How are we gonna market? What are we gonna do? What partnerships are we going to search for? You know, um, and uh, you know, we, we look at what what works and doesn't work, and we know that we're not going to dump a ton into our Facebook ads as much as we used to. We know we're not going to do it anymore. You know, Google Ads have been really successful for us. You know, I think YouTube is successful because people are watching a lot of streaming nowadays. Um, but Facebook and Instagram just isn't what it is. This is isn't. I think TikTok is the new champion of the world. So it sounds like, you know, you identify pretty early on that people do business with those they know, like, and trust. Finding influencers that already have an audience of people. And again, like you said, they don't got to be TikTok stars. It can just be somebody of influence in their local community. Hey, man or gal, what are you eating? Oh, I'm eating a battle bar. Oh, that's dope. Where'd you get it? Boom, boom, boom. And also having the wherewithal to understand that, hey, we might go in a hole a little bit on giving out these samples. But once they eat the product, right, having that trust and confidence that is going to make them come back. So it sounds like it was important for you all to be like, hey, we've got to actually get the product in people's hands. We can't just hide behind social media. We can't just hide behind our website. We've got to find opportunities to get the product out there. And then that will create a network effect where people will keep coming back. That's it. I mean, well. So the way the, one of the most successful things we did was we did a, we, we did what's called a six pack sampler pack, and uh, it's, we put some cool branding behind it. It Just says finally on the comes in like a 
a package like yay big, right? It just says, finally, you can tell your friends you have a six pack and it's 15 bucks. You know, our bars are not cheap. We're not the cheapest bar on the planet, right? I, I actually don't think it's expensive at all for a meal replacement, for a snack bar in between your breakfast and lunch or lunch and dinner or after a workout or before, whatever you want to call it. You know, three bucks, three fifty if you're going to a retail or a C store, if you're picking up from there, but two seventy five if you buy a twelve count. For me, that's not expensive. But if you're gonna go buy a piece of shit bar that has artificial sweeteners in it that are cheaper and artificial ingredients that are easier to source, you know, you're gonna spend less. You're gonna spend two bucks on a bar, right? Buy two two for three bucks or something like that, right? Ours is not going to be like that. We use real products. We use real ingredients. I think people are starting to catch on to that. So putting that free sampler out there for people so they can find the true value, we don't make any money on that. You know, we knew that's a write-off for us. We, you know, it's that we give people free shipping to say, we, we think that if we get these to you, you're going to buy again. And it's worked. I mean, we did it like three months ago and we're averaging, I don't know, probably 15 to 20 new customers. Right on uh, every couple of days. That's it's hard to do when you buy those. Man, it's hard to do. But those customers, the lifetime value of those customers, it just trumps it all. You know. So this campaign, you know, get you say to get your six pack. What was it again? It says uh, finally you can tell your friends you have a six pack. Yeah, finally you can tell your friends you have a six pack. Was that the marketing strategy that got you to that four X, or was there more? No, I mean honestly the. We, we grew 4X revenue. Our, our strategy was always like, we want to grow responsibly. We want to grow responsibly. I didn't want to be that business that ran on like a top line revenue play and we continue to raise money and continue to raise money and continue to loot everyone and loot ourselves. But in this business, it's, it's challenging to do that. You know, the margins aren't like great, right? There's not, you're not making a ton of money when, I, when someone buys a bar for me, but we're getting better. That is when you start to, make more money, you can start, you can start to lower your cost of goods, you know, and we realized that. So, uh, our strategy, uh, that helped us grow to that was having great influencers, uh, pumping a ton of money into Facebook and Instagram stupidly, I will say stupidly, whether it worked or not stupidly, because we grew our revenue, but man, it ate into our profits big time. And, uh, you know, we had to take a step back and go, well, wait a minute, like we need to, chill we need to chill on that budget and we cut that budget big time we got a lot smarter with our money and you know once you start getting smarter with your money and start leaning into ads that actually work then you start to grow and then you start to make money off of your dollar off of your ads instead of just like spending a dollar to make a dime i appreciate you because you're honest about how challenging it is with from marketing you know, and like you said, there's all these advertising agencies or marketing agencies, sorry, that tell you all these clicks and impressions and da 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 da. But like, yo, is there money in the bank account? You know, I'm I'm checking, and I keep seeing people that get frustrated with the ROI they're getting on marketing, which is why I figured I need to start this podcast and yeah. show our community, you know, how to actually execute go to market. And what you're reinforcing is the fact that you got to test, you got to try a bunch of different stuff, right? Like you can't just you can't just stay doing the same thing over and over and expect a different outcome. If something's not working, you've got to assess the situation and pivot yeah. and try something new. Now, given the fact that you have a team, right? You've invested in the company. How do you, what is the time frame you tend to execute a strategy from? So let's say like, oh, we're going to roll out the influencer thing. It's been a month. 
nothing's paid off. Are you rolling on to the next thing? Or are you and your team disciplined? Like we're going three months, we're going six months. We're going to ride this out until I have a better understanding of the ROI. Dude, I, it's so funny. Man. It, running two businesses is really fucking hard. Dude. It is really hard. And what I've learned is what I've learned as a, the leader of both is to have a really, really good project management tool. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, and like, you know, this, your brain is constantly beep, 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 like just firing off on different ideas that you have and projects that you want to execute on. And I, I would say one of our best, uh, our best investments was uh, investing into like a project management tool and team, right? Someone just keep you on track. Uh, you know, like right now, I would say like I, I hadn't paid myself shit for two years, just living off my old business uh, sale and some other side ventures I had going for real estate and whatnot. But for both businesses, I, I reinvest everything into the business. And, you know, I would say the, my version of paying a salary is getting an executive assistant to keep, get my shit together and to tell me what my day is like, tell me what my week is like, to balance my life for me so I can kind of... Uh, uh, live to work instead of uh, working to live, right? Or, or whatever. It's, you know, and I, I think that uh, getting organized it helps the team. Uh, and I would say that our, our time to answer your question in a shorter version is to, the time to execution. It depends on how high up on the priority list it is, you know. Uh, but I would say, I would say, you know, we don't just say, ah, let's do it and throw it out there. No, we take we take a really good hard look at everything. We run it by people. Yeah, like I don't just like I don't want to be that guy that's an entrepreneur that has a cool idea and so yeah, team. Right. Not, not Kim Jong un and just say do it. You know? I want to say, hey, I think I have a great idea that's gonna work, it's gonna help us. And I run it by the powers that be with me, you know, and say, Do you think this works or not? And like I trust the the mindset of the people that work with me. And if they say, yo, man, it's really fucking stupid, I'm like, it was or if it's like if I'm really passionate about it, and I talk to my my uh, I talk to my like advisors or talk to my coaching team or like uh, some mentors that I trust, and we roll through it, roll with it anyway and say, "Man, guys, you got to trust me on this." And then I would say that strategy is like a month, a good month roll off for most stuff. So you lean into yeah. it for a solid month and then look and see how it's doing. Yeah, oh yeah, I'd say like, but but from like just an Instagram and Facebook, if we're talking just Instagram and Facebook. We look at we we have a standing call every Tuesday just to look at what it's doing. I know that it takes time for the algorithm to build up, but you know if it's a dud or not. You know, and some of these marketing agencies they let that shit roll and they just dump a bunch of money into it. And you're like, this is such a waste of time. Yeah, that's not. I'm not saying that all those marketing agencies are bad. I'm sure there's good ones out there. I just haven't had a ton of great experiences yet. Yeah, I think what I'm also getting at is it takes time to build brand. You know, oh, yeah. everyone thinks this is going to be overnight, but it's like, that's just not the case. And so I like to think that there's two fights, right? There's the sales fight, which is you're driving day to day, hooking and jabbing. But at the same time, you're making it clear what you want to be known for, you know, yeah. and having a plan that is your main channel to communicate that to the world, whether you're doing influencer marketing or you're doing activations or you're going to talk to gyms, et cetera. Um, yeah. super insightful for, for our listeners on that. And I'm telling y'all, I got to make sure y'all check out battle bars. Cause one, that's a badass name and you've created a category. I don't know if you realize it or not. Battle bars in itself is a category. 
separate from cliff bars, separate yeah. from all this other stuff. Uh, but that's a later conversation. Now talk to us about your gyms. So you got 10, uh, is it 104010 Fitness, correct? Yep. 104010 Fitness is the, is the brick and mortar. Is the brick and mortar gym. And we also have Train American, which is yep. now starting to integrate technology to help people train better. Exactly. Yeah. So, so 104010 was started. You know, I, I always had a, a passion to want to have my own gym. I, I love fitness, man. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with it. And I know that fitness business is hard. You know this just as much as I do, probably even more. But it's it's hard, man. It is the, the it's tough. You're dealing with a lot of personalities, you know. But for me, I started the gym for fun, for about like as like a place where you know I had some cash. I, I wanted to invest in the place that was right down the street from my house, but I wanted to build like a fucking awesome gym that uh, was inspiring, uh, that had. Uh, my buddy Pat Samaripa, who was killed in 2016 uh, in Dallas, I wanted to hit his name all over the place. I wanted to have a lot of cool stuff on there, and uh, uh, and uh, you know our barbells. I wanted to carry a couple barbells that had some cool names on there of different like Medal of Honor recipients or uh, you know local people uh, that were that uh, did some stuff in the community. And it was going to be like just for influencers or just for like cool athletes that we sponsored for battle bars that would come in there and work out. That kind of turned into people. One day, I have an office upstairs above the gym. One day, I look down. Dude, there's like 12 people just chilling in my gym working out. And I, I create all my workouts. I create all the stuff. And I used to like write it all down. And uh, I look down and people are like working out in the gym. I'm like, who? I don't know who any of these people are. And it was just me there that day. And I was like, I don't know who any of these people are, man. These, and these people... Uh, they're like, oh, I know so and so, and I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about. <laughs> but anyway, they, they became gym members, and I we started a business out of it. And uh, in short, 104010 was a structure I came up with because I feel like to keep it simple for people, you know, you want to get, you just want to get people into the gym and get moving. So, uh, and people need structure, right? So, military mindset, create that military mindset structure. So, 10 minutes to warm up, right? get your body prepped and muscles activated. 40 minutes of a mixture of like functional style bodybuilding or functional fitness and strength and stamina training. And then 10 minutes of a cool down period where anything from belly breathing to, uh, uh, you know, muscle decompression or like stretching or mobility exercises, but you're out of there in 60 minutes, you know? And, uh, you know, while you're there, you're, uh, we've built this thing into a machine that like, you know, while you're working out in a group class, you can look up in the screen and you see exactly what you should be doing. There's demo movements that we built on our own proprietary system. Uh, if you know that you have to be doing a, a kettlebell, uh, a kettlebell clean, uh, clean, or if you know you need to be doing a, a dumbbell uh, snatch, the exact form is listed exactly on the screen. There's a timer on the screen. So you know exactly where you are and how exactly the form is going to be. Right. Whereas like, I felt like I, I was, dude, I was going to like CrossFit gyms and like, man, I was hurting my shoulder. I was hurting my back and like trying to compete with a bunch of people. And I was like, man, like, I feel like CrossFit's dying a bit. Not that like, you know, for you and me, Mike, you know, I feel like we're athletes or we're pretty athletic guys and I've been doing this my whole life, but that's not, that's not the average American. So the average American comes into the gym and says, all right, finally, I got the guts to come into the gym. I'm going to try this gym out. And then they see a bunch of dudes and a bunch of girls who are in crazy shape and they're power snatching and doing muscle ups and all these crazy ass movements. 
And you're like, wait a minute, man. Like, they, so they tried to do that, but they ended up hurting their back, and then they're out for six months. Like, yeah, I'm not going back to that. And then they fuck themselves up. So what we did, all of our movements, there's none of that. Like, we we kick the shit out of ourselves. Don't get me wrong, but in a safe way, right? Our uh, we don't do any uh, we don't do any barbell snatches. There's no muscle ups. There's no complex, crazy movements that are hard to do or hard to understand. You know. There's just movements that you're going to get your butt kicked and you're going to test your cardiovascular and muscular endurance. And uh, it's worse. And uh, we grew our first gym uh, to 200 plus members over through COVID. And, uh, you know, when, when you have a successful business previously, you can, you know, that means that you probably have some people who've made some money off of you. So I went, talked to some investors uh, that I'm friends with and said, we have a pretty cool concept. And I want to have hundreds of these things, man. And I want to make a, I want to help uh, military members who are getting out make a career out of this. So uh, we're on our second gym now after raising almost a million dollars in, uh, in uh, uh, investor funds and debt and equity. And uh, yeah, man, you know, our, our goal is like, I, I want to, I want to be the orange theory of strength, but with our own twists, our own proprietary software uh, that, uh, that can really do some cool shit and, and get people going. What's cool about this story is recognizing tech enablement. So yeah. a lot of traditional models, you know, you got the brick and mortar location, whether you're a restaurant, a gym, et cetera. But it's like, how do we integrate tech in a way that allows us to maintain our like brand identity, like why we exist, our core, just yeah. integrate technology to allow us to scale. And it sounds like that's what you're able to do with Train American. Yeah, so that's that's the idea, right? Is that we knew that brick and mortar is tough. It's going to get there, but it's tough. It's tough to grow and it's expensive and it's hard. It's a heavy capex and it's hard to build revenue. And we're still not out of COVID yet. So our our part of our, our part of our uh, funding, uh, a bulk a bulk of that funding, twenty ounces to twenty five percent of it or more, uh, was towards our technology and with the with the focus being. Letting people folk come to a 10-40-10 gym, but let's do it at their own house in their own backyard. And uh, we built a proprietary rig, you know that uh, that we're getting trademarked um, uh, or that we're getting patented. And this rig can be pumped into your own home. It can carry every single thing. Uh, it carries every single thing that you need to do a Train American 10-40-10 workout. And in this. Uh, in there, you can uh, you can go into the app, set up your iPad, right? And this is still in phase, right? But you can set up your iPad, put it on the wall, the camera, you use the camera that's in the actual iPad. And uh, while you're working out, it measures the angle of your spine, measures the angle of your arms, like to show exactly how your form should be for every single movement. So we've uploaded hundreds of movements and we've tested them over and over from different heights and different weights. And uh, we also have QR codes that are going on to all the weights. So that camera will be able to recognize the QR code. So while you're working out, it'll tell you, all right, you've worked out at X amount of weight today. You've burned this amount of calories today. And your your performance for, uh, with, with your form was at 90% or higher. You're ready to move up weights safely. So we give people all the tools they need. And dude, I'll tell you what I'm really excited about is that I can't disclose too much of it. Is uh, our next, our, our lowest hanging fruit is what we call Jam American, and Jam American is uh, is our music uh, is music for gyms. 
and uh, we're going to launch it in our first uh, three brick and mortar locations. But how many times have you gone to a gym and you're like, you're going to go work out and the music just sucks. Right. Because the, the guy, the coach, the guy or girl coaching the class has like the worst taste of music. Now, I, 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 one of my first coaches, his, his, uh, he got me inspired by this. So I'll tell you why. Because this dude would only work out to sync and Backstreet Boys. That's a true story. He's one of the most in-shape people I've ever in my life. I'm not working out to Backstreet Boys. I me just neither. can't do it. Not happening. Not happening, man. Like I can, I can figure anything out. Like, I'll work out anything. This dude's listening to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, bro. So for me, like for you, when you when you get out and you come to a 10:40:10 gym, you download the 10:40:10 Train American app, and when you come to class, you have all of your favorite playlists with Spotify linked into you and it takes the entire class takes the entire class and automatically creates a playlist and then syncs it in together based on the average heart rate of your workouts so like whatever song everyone's going to hear their favorite song somehow some way out of the thousands of songs we've liked in spotify and it works man so we're that should be ready in the next month what's cool about this is you have this concept called like i think it's founder product fit or whatever you want to call it you're in the gym, you're embedded in the community, you get to watch what happens in the brick and mortar, you're accustomed to like traditions and everything where, you know, all the stuff that you wish the gym had, like, you know what a good gym looks like. And now you're able to build products and services to foster that. And a lot of times people are trying to start entering spaces where they have no background in it, you know? And so you're not even really able to do real customer testimonies and talk to people to figure out what it is they want. So it sounds like you're ahead of the game on that front. Now, at this yeah. point, you've got the logistics company, you've got battle bars, right? So now you can take another swing at the plate, right? So as you're rolling out Train American, talk to us about this go-to-market. Yeah, so I think, you know, I think that, you know, we have, through battle bars, we've built a pretty good influencer network. And uh, most of these influencers are athletes and people who want to work out and some, some pretty, pretty big, uh, pretty big name people, you know, that uh, are looking to put their, uh, their stamp on something and to put a good work on into place. And uh, I, I can't release the, some of the names, but there's some pretty big names that are going to try this out. So that's our go-to market is to, you know, we built these proprietary rigs. We're going to ship out like a, a good amount of rigs uh, that go into people's garage that for a fraction of the cost, if you go to Rogue's website, want to build a CrossFit gym in your house for a fraction of the price, man. And, uh, we're going to send these out and we're going to show people what it's like and have them be our beta testers and, you know, give them free swag and let them know like, yo, this is who we are and uh, introduce them to the brand and make them feel truly like an owner of this brand because we want people to buy into it. You know, our overall goal, man, our, our mission statement is to take back what it means to be an American through fitness, through safe and intelligent fitness. And I make all of our staff and uh, at the gym uh, um, memorize that statement because it's important. You know, other countries are laughing at Americans right now and they, they think that we're all just a bunch of 50 50, just punch each other in the face. Either I hate Trump or I hate Biden. And man, like, I, I'm tired of it. I'm, and I'm pretty sure that 99% of Americans are pretty tired of fighting about this stuff, you know? And I think that they want to say, I want to represent my community with pride. And uh, so that's the message that we're going to really send out uh, to people is that 
by doing fitness, what here's what's good that happens. And you're doing it with a sense of military and American, good old fashioned American pride in what you do. And we're launching an entire, we already launched our entire uh, apparel brand. And uh, the strategy really behind that is like, we get messages all the time about our apparel. We didn't even launch an e-commerce site. We do that on purpose. You know, customers in Texas ask us, Texas is big for us. They hit us up all the time saying, yo, do you, can you ship to us? And we're like, soon, we're working on it. I could start a Shopify store tomorrow. That's easy. But I like, I like letting people know that it's out there, that it's, that it's not available to them yet, even though it looks hot as hell. So that's kind of our strategy with that. Well, that's cool too, because, you know, people don't assume, but like apparel is great marketing too. You're giving your brand an opportunity to get out there and evangelize for you, you know? Right. And, but you're cognizant of the fact that like, yo, people have to spend money on marketing, right? You got to spend smart money. Again, this is not to say hiring some marketing agency, $10,000 a month for no ROI, but you know, Hey, we're going to invest in some apparel. We're going to get away from some free samples. You know, we're going to find some influencers to send free products to, right? Like, Again, this is an active sport. I like to say business is a contact sport, including marketing. And I'm, I'm trademarking that. Don't be stealing that from me, Alex. He's like, oh. I already took my notes, man. Yeah, but uh, I, I like the fact that, like, you're getting out there and you're aware. And it's probably good for your team, too, to understand that, like, hey, we're going to have to spend money on things and it's going to be a slow burn. But you have the vision for where you're kind of taking these companies and you've got the experience from before to see how the process kind of rolls out. That's exactly it. And like, we're talking about building a brand, right? And we say, you know, train American. What does that mean? That's what we just talked about is training American is having pride in being American and representing your community with some freaking pride. And, uh, you know, and, 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 uh, making your, making the sacrifice that, uh, some of my friends, and I'm sure your friends, Mike, have made in, in life and, uh, giving the, paying the ultimate sacrifice and saying, you know what, man, I'm going to live my life the best way freaking possible. And I'm going to train American when I go into the gym and train American when you leave the gym. So we have, we trademark train American, chow American, which is our nutritional ethos, jam American, which, which is our music track American, which is our heart rate monitor bands we have. Um, and there, there's a, there's a, a bunch of other, we have, we, we, have, we made a bunch of baby shirts there. It's kind of funny. And we passed them. Uh, we, we had a bunch of members who had babies and we made onesies that say poop American on them. And then there's like a little, uh, little poop emoji above the actual branding. It's pretty funny. I got to check that out. I like that. You know, that's yeah. something a little different. Yeah, no, it's good. And people are, people are latching onto it. I mean, we, man, I'll tell you what, we sell uh, the average customer that, that uh, buys from us, right? Uh, you know, let's say it's $160 in the gym uh, from their membership on average, but the average person spends probably $240 a month, including that. So they're spending money on battle bars or spending money on, uh, Kill Cliff energy drinks, uh, Life Aid beverage, like all natural ingredients. And we have, we're building like stuff like you, like you said before about, you know, like you're doing stuff that you would do in the gym that you see that it's missing in your gym. That's what's fun about this is that I know this stuff, man. Like I know, like I'm not going to jump into the podcast world like you and I have talked about because I need to be taught how to do that. And that's why I would go to you if I need help with that, right? It's like what owning a gym, I love this stuff. So I'm going to put stuff that I say, you know what? If I, this needs to happen because this is what I would want, right? And that's probably a good bet. If I know that I want this, I'm going to, I'm going to implement it, you know, because I'm that, I'm the customer, I'm the top customer. 
it's safe to say this, but you're proud of your ventures between Battle Bars and 104010 and Train American? It's my baby, man. Like I, you truly, man, I, whenever, whenever I see like, um, I see entrepreneurs have success, I, 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 whether I know them or not, man, I am like, I'm blown away. I'm so, I, I'm almost brought to tears because I, I know how hard it is and how much sacrifice you have to go through to do what you're doing, you know, from, from family time to, you know, missing events to, to, uh, listening to all these people tell you that, ah, you're crazy, you know, like this is like, this isn't a good idea or this is stupid or people like kind of talking shit. But you know what? Uh, what, what I've learned and someone said to me, uh, I think my buddy Ryan Williams on the West Coast said to me, he's like, you know, people who talk shit uh, are always talking shit about the people above them. People above them with success are never talking about the people below them. Yeah, no. they're not even focused on them at all. They, they don't give a, I, I, I don't give a fuck, man. I just, I want, like, dude, I genuinely want everyone to be successful. I want everyone to win. That's why we're building these businesses. That's why I haven't paid myself in two years because I want to see everyone rally around as a team and build something cool together. And, uh, you know, uh, I, have a, I have a buddy who's getting ready to sell his company and he's going to do very, very well for it. And this guy took a huge risk. I mean, took a 401k out, took out a loan against his 401k. I mean, crazy. That's, that's ballsy. A mortgage out in his house. He did all this stuff. And he's, this was what, eight years ago seven years ago and now this dude is going to cash out in a big way and this dude man i, I i'm i don't make a penny off of it and i am like i feel like i won because it's like you want your buddies to win you know if you see just like you know michael i'm sure you, if you're a ton of entrepreneur buddies if you have an entrepreneur friend you buy their shit you go buy it right Show me support them you believe in that's, them that's it man go buy their stuff and if it's good you buy more of it you tell people about it and if it's bad, you go tell them, give them feedback, so they don't, so they can take the shitty idea and shoot it, as uh, Mister Wonderful would say, right? Yeah. But uh, you got to know what's good and bad. And if it's good, support your friends, reshare their posts on Facebook, leave reviews, like do that to your friends. These are this is what America's all about: opportunity and and uh, and really attacking on an opportunity. Yeah, I have this concept called lifting as we climb. And this idea of support those around you, like the simplest stuff, doesn't cost nothing. Leaving a review, you know, sharing it, trying a sample, you know, building a, a support network uh, because that does matter because you're right. This stuff is hard, you know, and anybody that tells you it's not hasn't done it or they haven't had enough skin in the game to where they can really feel it. Yeah, 100%. I mean, how many people sit here? How many people do you, when you look around like an airport or something and they're like this? Yeah, and they're just. Scrolling on they're, their phone. They're looking at reels. They're looking at TikToks. They're just typing comments, laughing, saying, ha, you suck or whatever, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it takes 30 seconds to a minute to leave a review. You, you do that. Go to your friend's website. Go order some product. I'm sure people spend less shit on it, uh, more, way more money on Amazon on shit that they don't even use. You know? so, so as we close out here, yeah. two more questions for you. Number one. What advice would you like to leave our listeners with as they develop and refine their own marketing strategy? And number two, how can we as a community support and elevate the work you're doing between Battle Bars, 104010, and Train American? Uh, you know, so I'll start with number two first. For me, I think um, I, just 
try our product out. You know, go to battlebars.com, order your product. You know, you can use, uh, I think it's Battle 15 uh, or New 15 if you're a new customer, or you can go buy the sample pack for free or for, uh, for free shipping for uh, 15 bucks. You know, and you try it, choose your favorite flavor, or you'll be just blown away like everyone else is. You know, 5,000 plus five star reviews. You go on there, leave us a review and tell your friends about it, share it. Um, but from a marketing strategy, or excuse me, uh, to the gym as well, be on the lookout. Head to 104010fitness.com and check out the site. If you uh, want to leave some feedback, go leave some feedback for us, man. Like go on, to the, go on there and say, hey, I think this part can be better. If you think that you have a skill, we're going to be hiring like crazy for the gym and for Battle Bar. So if you have a skill that's valuable and being a veteran is a plus, we're going to be hiring in a big way. And we want to hire veterans. We want to have 51% or more of our, of our staff be veterans. Um, but from a, from a marketing strategy, you know, for a, if you're a new entrepreneur, is like follow those rules. Like number one, have a product that solves a problem. All right. Have a product that solves a problem. Number two, have a great mission behind your product that does some cool shit for the, for the community and for your country or for people. Right. Um, and number three, hire really, really smart people around you or, or always run in circles of people around you that are going forward. If you have friends that are telling you no, or it's stupid, get them the fuck out of your life, you know, get them out of there. Like it's not worth it. But for marketing, you know, talk to people, ask questions. Don't just keep spending money to keep spending money. You know, don't just do it because that's what people say that you should do because that's what we were told. And we had to learn less in the hard way. Go spend money wisely. Pay attention to what works. You know, um, listen to really smart advisors. You know, have good conversations like Mike and I are having right now. You know, and you learn on what's uh, what's going to work. You know, so Facebook, Instagram, you need it. TikTok's where it's at, but really is get some great influencers around your product and make sure that you follow the other rules before that. Well, Alex, man, I appreciate you making time to come on the podcast. Your time yeah. is worth $10,000 a minute. And uh, you just gave us, you know, 45 minutes plus. So we appreciate you. I'll be Thank sure you. to include a link to Battle Bars, Train American, and 104010 Fitness in our show notes. For everyone that's tuning in, feel free to uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, and you can also follow uh, Alex's accounts on social media um, as well. We also have a newsletter for Dog Whistle Brandon. Uh, make sure you subscribe to that. I send out a newsletter at least once a week. So we're here. We're creating good content to support you all on your entrepreneurial journey. And uh, until next time, peace, love. Have a great rest of your week. Dog Whistle Branding is brought to you by the team at Ironbound Media, where we help veteran business leaders create, distribute, and grow branded podcast series in order to engage with their ideal audience. We believe that audio is the future of publishing, and we're committed to leading the movement for the veteran entrepreneurial community. You can learn more by visiting our website, ironboundmedia.com. This series is also powered by the Lions Pride, a professional training and coaching company for badass founders that serves mission-driven, high-performing small business owners with at-the-ready resources, battle-tested tools, and full-service support. We're proud to support veterans and other badass business owners at every stage of growth. You can learn more and get more at thelionspride.com. 